0: You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information.
1: Hey, everybody, welcome to T the Podcast. I am your host, Lisa May. And you have, hey, Kay, welcome to the Energy Exchange. Come take a ride with us. Mm-hmm. Ow. What's on tap for you guys today? What are we talking about? You want me to say it? All right. All right. Today we are going to be talking about all things mental health, from communication to uh, upbringing and. Uh, friendship dynamics and what that does in your relationships and uh, those types of things.
0: Can't wait to listen. (laughs) Definitely, definitely. Oh, don't forget about, you know, the community and how the dynamics of the mother-daughter. We're going to jump into that. All right, all right. (laughs) So, um, basically, we are, oh, we're live.
1: Oh, I didn't realize we were live. Okay, sorry. Okay, so last week, you guys, we discussed sisterhood. um, And within that topic, we discussed kind of our uh, upbringings. We touched on it a little bit, how that frames our friendships, particularly with women. Um, So on this episode, we're going to go a little bit deeper into that and see um, what that upbringing does and how it framed us in terms of relationships Romantic relationships, um, other types of friendships and communication as a whole. So I'm going to go ahead and throw it over to Kay. All right. So, you know, first,
0: hey, y'all, we didn't get to really formally, you know, get comfortable, but come on now. Snuggle on in with us. Hey. All right. So basically, my first question is how we're going to go ahead and just jump on in, in there.
1: Deeper into the- sorry i'm Uh-oh. trying to share it
0: sorry so um basically how i was raised was um let me start with my mother-daughter dynamics so my mom and me we grew up we kind of grew up i wouldn't say together my mom was already at she knew what she wanted She knew how she was going to get it She knew what she was going to do in life You know And she knew what she wanted for her kids at, When I came into about So um, I don't know I guess me and my mother dynamics As I got older We all go through that point where You know we're teenagers And we're like Oh my mom getting on my nerves She getting right. in the way of what I'm doing Like man you trying to hold me back So you know We, we got to that point And I'm like oh, You know I don't get why you like this. I know you wanted to hang out when I, you know, you was young. And my mom never really sat me down and talked to me about it. She's just like, no, you know, you are not going to do that. That's not what you're doing. That's not, that's not what your future is. You know, let's stay focused, focus, focus. You know, when I was in school, my mom made sure I went to accounting classes and all this extracurricular stuff. So I wasn't, you know, out there in the streets trying to be a hot one, you know. So it, it, I don't know. I want to say it pushed me to want more out of my friendships at that time. I'm like, you know, I'm not talking to my mom about this. Let's girl, let's talk. You know, I'm getting more personal with my people, you know, my friendships, even though I just met this person, I'm so friendly. I'm telling my life. And it was like, okay hold on, hold on, okay, that's not what's going on. As I got older, I'm like, maybe I put myself a little bit, keep myself to myself a little bit. You know, me and my mother, when I got 18, 21, I'm married. You know, I'm my mother. We get the talking, and my mom gets to giving me the real. And I'm like, ooh, okay, mama, this is tea, okay? <laughs> um, It wasn't until that point I started understanding my mom more when we talked and I started understanding why those friendships was falling apart for me when I was younger. Um thankful that some of them stuck around. It was like, okay, hey girl, okay, hey, you know, I'm worth it. Yeah. They was like, "Hey, you worth it? We we get it." But um, you know, it it made me understand more. And I feel like I'm thankful That in my early twenties, I got to talk to my mom, and we kind of got to settle it. Like, hey, you know, this is why my life is like this. This is what I went through, and this is, you know, her that add that those pieces I didn't even know I was missing on my end. You know, yeah. Um, So.
1: Something, my my upbringing was pretty similar. It was just me and my mom. Um And, you know, typical, I say typical black household, right? It's right. my way or the highway, right? That part. It's not really an explanation of why you can't be out after the streetlights come on or why you can't do what your friends can do, right? It's just because I said so, right? So you don't really understand that as a kid, you just know that my friends is at a party and I'm trying to be at this party or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I I never went to a party or nothing. I was terrified of my mama. I did sneak out once. She don't even know that. But I did sneak out once. Um, But outside of that, like we didn't, you know, I I was sheltered for the most part. Everything had to be sneaky and it taught me to be sneaky, right? Because that line of communication wasn't open. But similar, when I moved to Houston, um, I had a conversation with my mom. And kind of like understood her standpoint as just being a woman, right? She had me at 19. So we look at our parents for all the answers. You're supposed to know everything. Like, you my mama. Who right? I'm supposed to ask if I can't ask my mama. Right? But when you look at it at a more human standpoint, like, she was a teenager when she had me. She didn't know nothing. Like, she making it up as we go, which I'm sure you as a parent it's times where you making it up as you go because you don't know the answers or what to do. So having that conversation with her as an adult and like kind of telling her, um, because like we didn't have that extra lovey dovey, you know, relationship that I would see on TV. And I'm like, why me and my mama can't be like that. Right. But it took for me to look at it from her perspective and not just my, what I felt like it should have been and kind of understand, where she came from to know that she couldn't give that to me because she did not have it. So um, I think, you know, growing up, it was a lot of, you know, animosity of you could have and didn't or, you know, whatever, because I didn't need or want for anything uh, physically, financially, but it was that, you know, that emotional part that was, we, we operated on logic, not really emotion. So that was something that it took me being an adult and divorced and dealing with my own issues and kind of looking at myself in the mirror to be able to look at her and say, yo, I get it. Right. Right. So. Okay, Jazz. All right. We getting deep here. We getting, we deep, getting here. deep there. Hey, Jess, you said animosity. Was there any of her resentment at all growing definitely, up? Definitely. I definitely had some resentment. Kind of like, you know. I would look at, like I said, see stuff on TV like these teenagers and their moms having these deep conversations and they're talking about boys and what's going on in school. Right? I never was able to do that. Um Mom's at work. Mom ain't. Mm. Yeah, so either it was because she was at work or just because I was terrified, right? Like, I can't tell her I'm talking to a boy. So even if she knew, like, you know, Cause she would hear or mamas know, right? Right. It still was something that was not an open dialogue to have. So yeah, there was some a little bit of resentment there. I was just curious. And thank yeah. you for sharing. Thanks.
0: How do you feel like that affected your approach on friendship?
1: Um that I didn't even realize that I had these issues though, until, like I said, until I got divorced, right? So I was in Houston, living by myself, no family, no friends, didn't have a roommate, nothing. And, you know, when you're sitting by yourself, you kind of have to look at yourself and deal with you, right? Right. So that's when I kind of realized, like, yo, your communication skills is terrible. So it was, it took me realizing how my communication was off in that marriage to, uh... To realize how my communication is off just in general. Um, so it took... And and even in the marriage, it took me a while to even look and realize, like, yo, you played a part. Because, I mean, it's easy to say, well, he was out here cheating and doing his thing. So that's why I got a divorce, right? Right. It ain't my fault. I didn't make you cheat. Right. It's not my fault. But... Um, which I'm not saying that it did make him cheat or whatever. It's still... On him, the cheating thing, right? But I know that there are some things in some ways that I played a part in that demise of my marriage, right? So if something was to happen, if my feelings is hurt about something, my reaction was anger. I'm not going to tell you you hurt my feelings. I'm just going to say, I'm just going to have attitude and be mad. And I'm not even going to tell you why I'm mad. I'm just going to be mad because you should you know. you feel
0: like the anger came from like that to be a reaction though?
1: Because... Like I said, in the household, we operated on logic, right? Right. Not emotion. So I'm not going to tell you that you have a way of affecting my feelings and thoughts and whatever. I'm not going to do that. I'm just mad that you did it because it's disrespectful. Logically, (laughs) it's disrespectful. So I'm mad, right? Right. And then a similar thing with me and my mom, like if I did something to piss my mom off, if I got in trouble at school or whatever, she'll walk around the house like, she ain't see me. We just don't talk. Mm -hmm. It was, you know, it was a, I can't say never because I, I, I just can't say never because there may have been times, but majority of the times that I got in trouble, it was just, you were supposed to do this. You didn't do this. So you in trouble, right? It was never like a conversation as to why you did this, why it's not okay for you to do it. Just, I told you don't do it. You did it. You in trouble, right? So, There was never the conversation of or the wherewithal to go into that. Like, okay, well, what caused me to make this decision knowing that I wasn't supposed to do it or any, you know. Right. So it just went to anger. You did it. I don't care why you did it because you weren't supposed to do it. Right. And I'm mad. So I'm just not going to talk to you. And we're not going to talk about how you hurt my feelings or whatever. I'm just mad. And when I decide I'm not mad no more, then we can talk.
0: Yeah.
1: So it's it was things like that that made me realize, like, I had this, I had similar things in friendship, like even with us, right? Right. If we had a disagreement, we ain't talking about it.
0: We no. Just you want
1: to talk about it? But so no. When I would want to talk, it was really to be arguing. If me, I'm being honest. Let me. Let me go ahead. What let me got? tell. So,
0: let me tell y'all. Oh God. Jazz growth started before mine. Okay. Her growth was okay. I'm gonna be petty, and I'm I want to talk to you about it because I know you don't want to talk about it, right? <laughs> my petty is I don't want to talk about it. I can go forever not talking about it, okay? Mm-hmm. Jazz want to talk about it, but at some point, Jazz is like, it ain't even about arguing with you. Just say that it's this what it is, and that's what it is, and we can just move on from this. Why won't you admit it? And I'm just like, oh my god, she forced the growth out of me like it wasn't an option and that's what bothered me so <laughs> let's let's be honest about it
1: <laughs> okay that's true um but i think but i don't do that with everybody so it's a lot of people where once we have that disagreement or i feel like i'm disrespected in a way i'm just not going to talk to you no more yeah it's plenty of people that can attest to that True. Right. So it's only a select few people that I even will sit there and have that conversation with. Mm-hmm. Unless I just feel like arguing. Because there's times where I would just feel like arguing because I'm mad and you gonna hear what I got to say about it. But now I am more I'm learning to not take stuff personally mm-hmm. because just like in the marriage, I was like, "Well, what am I doing wrong? Like, why are you cheating? I'm cooking, I'm cleaning, I'm doing everything that I'm supposed to do, right? Right? As a wife, but you're still out here doing what you're doing. So it's got to be something about me. Is it? Oh. Is it my face? Is it my body? Like, what is it about me?
0: I think I just got triggered. Let's go into it. Um, all right. So we
1: we diver- diverting off this script now. So I where we know. all know where this going.
0: I don't. So let's talk about you know how watching, you know, Jazz and I, our, both of our mothers been married, you know, that's who that's who a girl look up to as far as what she supposed to do and as a wife. Right. How do you feel as though, how you watched your mother be as a, a wife? <laughs> you know? How did that make you behave? How did that affect affect you and as you and a wife as a wife
1: it is hilarious that you just asked me that because i've never ever like you never thought about i never thought about that it is extremely similar right because it is extremely similar so i don't want to put my mama business out there so i can't say too much into that right but very similar right because she was de- she's domestic mama is like super ocd like most people that know mama know she's super ocd right right so I, I, I ain't that right but as far as like keeping the house and stuff that was her like she don't ask no man to clean up nothing she gonna cuss you out if you leave the toothpaste top off okay. but she not gonna you know expect you to do the cleaning and stuff so i didn't i just assumed he didn't know how you know, a man I was when we got divorced, and I saw he was cleaning up. But that's that's neither here nor there. But um, Similar. I never. That's that's a yeah. yeah. It's probably identical, right? Especially in terms of communication. The communication is the same. Now that you say that out loud, communication, the way I that we can com- especially in anger, like yeah. the stuff that come out your mouth when you mad. I can definitely attest to
0: that. Like my mm. mom, I can say, is growing up. You know how you watch TV and you're like, Oh, look at those those wives and their are Like, I wanna be like my mom was that. Like her husband, still, they, they loved her. Okay. My mom mm-hmm. was an amazing wife, amazing mother. You know, she did the little extra. She went the extra. But I didn't notice what type of wear and tear it took on her as a woman. Yeah. Having all those different hats and the extra she put into that. Like, I definitely am very similar in that way. Like, it took me, like, I got married young. I got married at 20 years
1: old. I Same, sis. You know?
0: I am going off no of more. I love this man I I want to be with this man I know I'm gonna be with this man for the rest of my life I'm still with this man you know ten years strong we going okay. but you know it I I went off of you know my mama's model you supposed to cook you supposed to clean you supposed to do work. right my mama worked two jobs you know her husband had a job he had his income but my mama made sure that no matter what right I got it same we good I same. made sure to do that but I didn't realize that that's not the role I want to play. <laughs> okay i didn't know that i didn't know that that's not where i want to be that's not the wife i want to be that's not the mother i want to be that's not the woman i want to be but off of what i saw i repeated it and didn't even know that's what i was doing i'm 26 years old now right you know i'm like hey
1: that's that's
0: not hey honey i know we've been but i gotta learn you on something right new, so that's know? what i was about
1: to say so like how does that work Because I ain't make it to that part, right, where we change dynamics in marriage. I just changed marital status, period. So how does that work in terms of your marriage dynamic has been this one thing and then you just kind of wake up and realize, like, yo, this ain't what the hell I want to do. So how does that work? How do you change that dynamic? Honestly, I,
0: I wish I knew what was the healthy way because I didn't try the healthy way. I didn't. I didn't try the healthy way until I tried the unhealthy way, which was lose my damn self and go wild with it. Like at the point I was what? I had just had my daughter and we was what? Three, four years in. I'm I'm doing crazy stuff. I ain't telling my husband where I'm at. I'm just, you know, enjoying my life. And I'm just like, I'm, I'm here. And that's okay. Forget mm-hmm. the wife part. I'm here. Forget the mama part. I love my kid. I love my husband. But this me. And, you know, right. I I started to see, like, hey, I'm not looking at myself in the mirror. I don't like who I am. I'm still doing everything I need to do at home. I'm still cooking. I'm still cleaning. I'm still taking care of my daughter. I'm still going to work. But I'm starting to see that I'm just associating myself with what I want. Right. out of life, you know. The statuses and titles
1: I want. So I had to just. So when you got to that point, right? And you realized like, yo, I'm not happy. Right. What traits or what things did you feel like you had to unlearn to not only be happy within yourself, but to also make your husband still happy in your marriage or make your household still work?
0: Honestly, I had to check myself to say, I, what do I love about what I am? What do I love about what I was raised into? Like, the traits that I was just raised into. I know I just can't shake them. I don't want to. Right. And to really say, what did not like about being in my upbringing? What am I repeating in those same behaviors? Mm-hmm. And that part, I, I mean, the list wasn't that long because, I, you know, I was already, you know, working on. But it was big things. It was like, okay, you know, my mom, she was a drinker in her younger days. Mm -hmm. And I was a drinker. I'm still a drinker in my younger days as far as I like to, I'm a social drinker. Right. But it wasn't out of control. It was more so, okay, I want to go out and have a drink. Yeah. But you got to come in here and be a mom and your baby needs you right now. But I don't got no friends. So I'm just going to go ahead, take care of my baby, and I'm going to talk to Jazz on FaceTime. And when she hang up, I'm just going to drink alone. And I'm just – and it was – I don't know. That wasn't something I wanted to do. My I, I remember growing up, my mom, she used to drink alone at
1: mm-hmm. some point.
0: She went from having all her friends around to, hey, I'm going to stay home, make sure my kid's straight, but I'm going to drink alone. And it kind of – it was sad because that yeah. wasn't – in her personality, she's the life of the party and it's, o- it's okay to be that when it's time to be that. Right. I just didn't know when it was time to be that and that was the problem. I'm so young and, you know, at the time I'm so young, my my children is young and my marriage is so new. How do I figure that out? Mm-hmm. I was just like, hey, I need to stop. I just need to stop. Let's see what happens when I stop. So, okay, I'm not gonna just Go out and do what I want to do. Forget how I feel. Forget how he feels about it. Okay, what do the family need right now? Okay, I'm going to do that. All right, now what do I need? And I had to say, it's okay that I need these things. It's okay that I give myself these things.
1: That mommy guilt.
0: Yeah, like it's okay that I give myself a time. Maybe I do need to step away and go walk in the park and go and s- enjoy myself, you know, and sometimes I might have a beverage. Sometimes I won't. <laughs> right. And it was okay for me to do that. But I also had to say, okay, I can't neglect my husband because <clears throat> I do want my marriage. I love my husband. I love my family, mm-hmm. you know? So I had to also talk to him. Like, you know, he, you love me. I know you love me. And what are we going to do to help this? Cause I feel like I'm slipping away. And it was just, I don't know. I was scared. It was just that simple. It really was that simple. It was just a conversation that needed to be had. And it was the anxiety to get into that conversation. Like, oh, I don't want to tell you that I'm incompetent because as a woman and as a woman in this community, we are capable of doing so many things. But it's okay to say that you need help.
1: Yeah, there's definitely, you know, And it's crazy. It goes back to like the days of slavery, right, where they would do these experiments on black women in particular, like, oh, they don't need anesthesia. They can handle it. They're black women. Right. right. So that's something that's kind of been carried down for generations and generations like we got it. We strong, independent, black women. We don't need no man. You know, all of those narratives that we have. Even and when we have a Even in a relationship. Day. A bad day, a good day. You oh, know. no, you're not allowed a bad day. Because you're if like, you're I'm, having I'm, a bad I'm, day. I, I could do it. Okay. You're, you're, you're angry or you're um, aggressive or, you know, those things. So I think once you step out of that, though. And, like, realize, like, it's okay to not be okay. Like, it's okay to have a day. Like, it's okay to be like, yo, somebody needs to come get these kids. Or I need to go get a room by myself. Like, I need to be alone. Like, I'm not going to answer my phone or whatever. And I used to feel guilty about not answering my phone. I still I still have anxiety if I take a shower and my phone is not there. Like, if my phone is not in the bathroom and I can't hear it, I'm like, oh, my God, somebody just got shot and I can't go help them. Like, this is what's going on in my head, right? Because I feel like I always, especially because I'm the one in all of my circles with no kids, right? So I'm always the go-to, like, she ain't doing shit. She ain't got no responsibility. She can jump up whenever. (laughs) So that is, like, something that weighs on me because anything – for most people in my life, if something goes wrong, they going to call me and I'm going to answer the phone. Right. So if my phone is not in the bathroom and I'm, Lord forbid, I take a shower, so I'm freaking out. How
0: long did it take you to realize or to come to the point to say that, hey, okay, maybe it's not something I'm internally going through. Maybe it's something I need to go talk to. You know, maybe I need a therapist or maybe I need, the, you know. I have
1: been in therapy off and on since I was a child. Like, mm-hmm. I've been into therapy in and out. And I'm also a psych major, right? right? So being a psych major, I took my first psychology class in 11th grade and fell in love with it and like, yo, this is it. And I'm particularly, like, my thesis is... I can't really think of what it is exactly right Uh now, but it's something along the lines of parental relationships and how that affects children in their future marriages and their future relationships. Right. So that is what interests me the most. So when I decided that I wanted to go on childhood, adolescent um, psychology and marriage and marriage and family is what they call it. Right. Right. But, i'm I don't care that your husband is cheating on you and that you're sad and all of that. I don't care about none of that part of the marriage therapy like I'm not really here to fix your marriage. I'm not here to fix well not fix your marriage in terms of like y'all need to stay together so let's make it work right right I'm more how's this affecting the children? how is this affecting your kids bro like right. what are they seeing and what are they gonna repeat? in the future. Like, how is this relationship affecting your kids? That is my focus. I don't care whether y'all stay together or not. It is just, are y'all going to be happy and healthy in this marriage? And are y'all going to produce happy and healthy children? So I don't really know what to call that because I don't think that that's like a thing, Mm -hmm. but that's my focus on psychology and stuff like that, especially in African-American households. Right. Because, it's a lot of, well, we got these kids, so I got to stay with this man. We got four kids together. No, if that household is tumultuous and he beating your ass or he cheating on you or y'all arguing every day or whatever the toxicity you is. You so depressed, you'd have lost yourself. You can't function and you can't. Yeah. And that's what these kids are seeing. And then they it repeat together. it because there are things that I saw in relationships within my family um, that I saw and I thought that shit was normal and I repeated it. Right and it took me being married at 20 divorced at 23 to realize like yo that's not normal that's not healthy like right. that's not that's not something that i'm striving for like being married is not the goal you know what i'm saying like being because happily it's, married happily married is the goal because it's like okay if you're not married by this age don't have kids by this age It's something wrong, right? So you can have everything else. You can have great career, educated, living your best life, travel. But if you ain't married with kids, it's something wrong with you. Right. So it it took a lot of unlearning and it's helpful that I'm into the psych major because, like, literally, I'm forced to read these things and apply it to my life. Like those are assignments. So I have to, it kind of forces you to do the work and knows what in that way. Um, so, yeah, I hope I answered the question. You, did. <laughs> you definitely did. It's,
0: it's making me think it's making me think Um, that, wow, that summed it up for me because I went through something similar, but I don't want to go into that because I want to make sure we hit some other topics and, okay you know questions keep it flowing what you got now you know i can come out the bag
1: you know. all right i don't know if i want you to come out the bag what you got uh, so <clears throat> growing up
0: mm-hmm. did you like your mama cooking
1: yeah i mean i don't know where don't it like came from yeah <laughs> I am a super salt person, right? I don't know where it came from. Like, I'm a salty person. So, if she didn't cook with enough salt for me, if you ask me. Her so mama can cook, I, if y'all
0: don't know that. Her mama can bang.
1: I still add salt to just about everything anybody cooks. Um, But, I mean, yeah. I, I ate her cooking. But the thing was, my mama was so, like, working, single parent, right? She was a nurse most times, so most of her shifts were 12-hour shifts, right? So, honestly and truly, I learned how to cook my first meal at seven years old. Like, I learned how to make shrimp Alfredo. That was my first meal in Arizona. I learned how to clean the shrimp, all that stuff, third grade, like, legit cooking in third grade. Yeah, I was about
0: eight when my mom was like, come on. She said, come on, girl, you about to learn this chicken noodles." (laughs) That's, and now
1: everybody love my chicken noodle. And I had now. never had chicken noodle until and and I'm it, like, what? And it bang, It bang,
0: It does. Now I, I, you know, I put my little secret ingredient in now, but it's probably lard. It's, <laughs> no, you feel good after. But um, yeah. So um, I love my mama cooking when she, you know, when I was younger. My mama, sorry, mama, you can't cook now. <laughs> but she get heart meals for me, you know. I cook, and I'm like, I live right around the corner from my mama. I go drop my mama off some food. She be like, I loved it, thank you. But um, what was your mama rule like growing up, going to people's houses? You know, how you you know, it's the holidays. You going over to such and such grandma, uncle, cousin' house.
1: What was the rule? I'm a Smith. Mm-hmm. Okay, we are very. Smith. <sighs> Yeah, y'all Smith's too. Okay, cool. But we are very, uh, only certain people can make the mashed potato, the macaroni and cheese. I mean, only certain people can make this ham. Like, it, it was, we for real about our food. So we didn't really have no issues like that. Um, Maybe like if we went, because we have family like in Atlanta, Cincinnati, and in here. Those are our primary like areas. So we'll like alternate family reunions. So, I mean, it might be a family reunion where we'd be like, what this food gonna be like? Who cooking? We don't even know who cooking. But I mean, you know, so we might have those conversations, but I don't even particularly remember anything being bad.
0: I'm gonna tell you right now what the rule was. Any pasta? No. My mama said, mm no ma'am, no ham, no turkey. No.
1: I'm so confused.
0: No spaghetti, no pasta, no lasagna, none of that. Because of the red sauce. Because of the red sauce. Do y'all know about the red sauce?
1: I I didn't know anything about this until like recently. You want until, me to know like, about the red
0: sauce. Jamie look like he want to know about the red sauce.
1: I oh. totally want to know about the red sauce. <laughs> want to know about the red sauce. But, some some voodoo magic so you don't eat spaghetti
0: or no lasagna or pasta at nobody's house because you never know what a person is going to put in their pasta and some families are very <laughs>
1: I had, superstitious
0: in that area
1: I've never even heard that until the like I was on
0: they make it three times and you go over their house three times and you can take it on the third time on the third time you take a plate, see, but you don't eat it at the house. You no, that you.
1: was not a rule in our household. Um, I didn't even know anything about that whole voodoo magic foolery until like now recently. I well, was wondering where he was going with this My mama question.
0: told me when I was eight years old, she said, girl, I'm going to tell you. She said, you can make you a plate. She said, but na- I bet not see you eat nobody's spaghetti. But you know what my mama was known for? Making the best, sp- not spaghetti, lasagna. And everybody came over to eat some at her house. But we couldn't eat none at nobody else's. <laughs> Y'all. You, Jamie Axe said he wanted to know about the red sauce. I, I,
1: I wanted Listen. to know. Oh, he still don't know what the red sauce is. I mean. Oh, you don't know. I it's. S- it's so in some, like, voodoo magic, right, a woman might put her menstrual. All right, I guess. it. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's the only thing I know about. That I- part, that's what that is. That's. But what- why would you do that to random people other than, like, uh- I don't know. Anyways, okay. It depends okay. on where you live
0: in the world. It literally does because <laughs> some people are spiritual. They, I don't
1: know. I was not expecting that question. <laughs> I was not. I mean, what well, a bay leaf in was My expecting that answer. <laughs> bay leaves in my
0: cabinet aren't just for cooking. So,
1: but I didn't like that. Wasn't something in my household. Like yeah, I, I didn't, didn't have know that in my cabinets. No, I'm saying like the whole spirituality realm. Like I grew up in like we weren't like a church family super deep in church. Right? right. But we grew up on those biblical Christian values. Right. So you can't, you can't get no readings. You can't talk to a medium. You can't, you know, all of that is witchcraft and the devil. And don't do that. I'm right. I'm so glad you went this way. <sighs> oh, oh, I'm so glad you went this way. So this was not supposed to be this episode. I don't know how we got here. I'm so happy. But did. we can go here, I guess. Um, so, yeah, like that wasn't something that I was introduced to until nipsey hustle died that part i didn't even know who that man was only thing i knew was he was lauren london baby father and i ran across a reading on youtube trying to figure out who he was i was watching like random interviews and stuff and um i came across my spiritual advisor and i was like F, you know normally i'm scared because i'm going go to hell if i watch this right right but then i watched it i'm like oh wait i like her and that's kind of where my spiritual journey started. I got a reading from her and was watching her videos, and now she is a staple in my life. Anytime something is happening, what do Bree got to say about it? That part. So,
0: yeah, my um my family didn't take too well to me saying I don't I'm not a church going person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when I went public with that. That was before I even became a new and understood and accepted that I'm very spiritual. Um, still my family, church going, bishops, priests, they all up in there. But Yeah, we ain't uh, got none of those. Yeah, they wasn't too happy. And a lot of my family members are, you know, to be prophets and everything like that. So they were like, What is you doing? What you think you're doing? You uh you know, so I got witch a couple times and I was like
1: my auntie calls me a witch right so my grandma was over and she like she asked what i was doing or something and i was playing with some oracle cards or something and she was like she's back there being a witch so my grandma <laughs> comes back there and she like wait so you really do have cards and the face that she had was like i said yeah i really have cards and she was like what do you have them for? Oh. I'm just like, just for me. Like, it's just for me. So I really don't know what they really think. I just know that they call me a witch, which is why my business name was Boss Witches Link Up. Okay? Check them that out. That part. Um, But yeah, like. I don't, I don't really know. Like most of my family is not aware. Like we have this monthly family call where we're trying to, especially like during Corona and stuff, like we're trying to keep up, check in. Are y'all okay? Like right. you're good. You need anything, whatever. So everybody who's, you know, specializes in whatever field they're in, we got some people that are real estate agents, things like that. So they'll talk about things like that. People that are in law enforcement, like talking about the shit of us getting shot up everywhere, right? um but so my part was i was just like yo just take time self-care right? right make sure if that's a walk if you need to go smoke if that's your thing you need to take a sh- take a bath you need to go you know go take to the gym shot. take a shot whatever yeah. it is that you need for you make sure you taking that time out um so that's kind of like the only taste other than being called a witch by my auntie and my grandma." is like the only thing that um they know, I think, as far as me being like a spiritual being. I I'm very like I hold that very close cuz I don't I don't know how I would react to somebody. I I,
0: I I don't know. I hold mine's very my spiritual routine is very close to me, but I host game night at my house once a month. You know, and I'm I'm the beacon of the family, so I'm like, you know, I moved from one side of the t- state to the other side, so they all I bring them all together. But um, you know, I put my stuff up, I do, because Mm-mm. um, honestly, I just don't. I'm
1: not. Wait, when you say put it up, you mean you put it away when people come over, or like, it's like my on whole, display? My
0: whole house is my. Domain, my peace, my my everything. So I have protection from the front to the back to the up to the down. So when they come through, they you know everybody gets sage. They be like, that's the first thing. <laughs> they like, hold on, wait a minute. Well, you gotta get sa- Yes, you gotta get sage, baby. You gotta get sage. If you go back outside, you gotta come back in. You gotta get sage, okay? We just <laughs> like we wash our hands, we're gonna sage. All right. And that, that they be freaking out off of it. They be like, oh, wait, wait, wait. But Outside of that, that's, mm-mm. you know, they see my bay leaves. They know. That's but outside, hilarious. you know, I got my whole craft is put up because I don't want you to touch it. I don't want your energy to entertain. with exactly. it Exactly. And I just want it. I keep it to myself. It's my, it's like my heart, literally. And yeah. my craft form.
1: I want to keep it. Yeah, I don't need no outside energy influence. Yeah, in that, you know? So
0: I keep that. Can you sage our studio for us? Huh? I'm amazed you haven't done that. You haven't saged the studio. You know, I did sage myself before I came. Oh, you did, in, you did. But you know, we all have good energy, so sometimes it ain't. A,
1: but it might be somebody else's energy left in here Yeah, right. That's it. You know, if you look, part, so I could get my sage a, next time. Oh my god, I'd love it. Yes, yes. I got a whole which which sage. Don't we set burn? off the
0: smoke detector. We'll <laughs> oh, be all right.
1: Oh well, well maybe well, so, yeah, maybe not the so light like sage. <laughs> you know? like, Boss Witches
0: Link Up definitely has a lot of different sages, anywhere from Palo Santo to White Sages to
1: Rose. Um, desert Sage. We got all that, Desert Sage smells different. Yeah. Um, but wait till that website goes live. Yes, yes.
0: Stay tuned. Stay tuned for that. And then, of course, y'all know shameless plugging. <laughs> Cater care. All right. I still have a fo- few oils. I- I wanted to say I had a lot of them, but I don't. I still got a few oils, not a lot of categories in them, but, um, I got some new stuff coming out. So definitely, um, check me out on Instagram and Facebook, Cater Care. That's what K's K A T E R E D Care. K A R E L L C. Okay. <laughs> That's a long name, but y'all got me,
1: but, um, definitely check us out. This was a good, um, Really informative episode, I guess. Um, so yeah, uh, I think we're gonna just wrap it up here. Um, a lot of our podcast, well, as of now, who knows where we're gonna be three episodes from now, but as of now, most of our episodes will be similar to this in nature about self-improvement, mental health. Uh, don't forget our motivation now.
0: You go, girl. You looking real fly over there? You know,
1: she knows she is. She knows she is. I look better than last episode. We're gonna delete that last one off the internet. We definitely did. Uh, I had to get my. I got up at five o'clock this morning to get my hair braided for this occasion because I was not gonna be natural again. All right, Um, you fly. So yeah. So stay tuned. We will be going live again next Thursday at eight thirty again. So we hope to see y'all there. What did I say? Oh, come take a ride with
0: the Energy <laughs> Exchange. I like our uh, our uh, new intro. It's the truth. Bye, guys. See you later. The
1: energy Exchange.